must protect the AEW Championship belt. Thieves everywhere in America. First you'll get the AEW Championship belt. Then you'll get a little bit of the bubbly. Then you'll get my thank you. I want you to forget about guarding the AEW Championship belt. You're being completely paranoid. Oh, am I? Am I really? Aha! Uh -huh. Hello. Alright, pal. Where'd you get the AEW Championship belt? I nicked it when you let your guard down for that split second. And I'd do it again. Oh! Oh, yeah! Woo! Here we go! Come on! When you sell Omaha steak so much, I mean, someone was going to steal your new belt in a steak ref uh, restaurant. Oh, oh. good God! That. What? What a seventy-two hours with the internet <laughs> and Chris Jericho. <laughs> uh, I just want to start off by saying that intro was absolutely fucking inspired. <laughs> I was doing it right, and I had four or was it five different clips of him saying the AEW Championship belt. And then I, I put them all in order and I was like, no, it's actually funnier if I use the same clip over and over <laughs> again. It worked out way better. Oh, God. Uh, Boys, what are we now? Alleged Wrestling Podcast 106 and the boys are deceased. So, boys, you're just back from Chicago. Are you back five or six hours? Oh, yeah, back in Galway since about one o'clock. Absolutely. Ooh. Capital D, capital E, capital D. Dead yeah. son. You look way more tired than Gordo. Thanks. Just, no, I don't, I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just when you come on here, you're like, oh, God. I, I just mean, always I've seen look, this before. <laughs> I always look dead. So. In my defense, I just woke up from a nap, so I'm a little bit cranky. I haven't True. had my warm glass of milk yet. I need to be burped. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, just, I'm just in that phase right now where I just need someone to hold me. Hold you. Hold you close. Yeah. And don't let go. I need something to perk me up a bit. Maybe another little bit of the... A little bit of the bubbly. Well, that's that done. And a bit of it spilled on my laptop. Way a dirty nonce. <laughs> what? That was a massive overreaction, I thought. Now, oh, be prepared. Why are you in the mood? Uh, I'm in the mood for dancing. Oh, you're in the mood for dancing? Why, what a happened? Little, travel, a little, a travel little romancing. <laughs> no, tra I lifted the travel curse from Gordo. It is. Oh wow! It it it, it happens when I travel. I, I do things right. Unlike Gordo, who's usually late. Hey. Uh, hey. I um. I need you to travel with me then to get rid of the bad curse. I need it gone. If you're willing to pay for my flights, go for it. Not too Sir, far though. Find the highest height and get fucked from it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Go on. You're back from Chicago. Tell tell us tales. Oh, I mean, we've, I a, we've a built-in alleged thing this week. I believe we have a list put together. The list oh, of Chicago. Yeah. Where to start? <laughs> we'll do a chronological order, I suppose. Yep. Uh, so we'll start off with the very simple uh, four-word one of fuck Dublin airport food. Oh, they can get fucked. 
Uh, so yeah, we were an abortion of a restaurant up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I. I wish we hadn't passed that referendum because it allows people <laughs> like this to exist. Jesus. Um, Elaborate. What? What was wrong? This is what really grinds my gears, and it's something that's not necessarily restricted to just airport restaurants. This whole notion of buying a breakfast in portions. I would like a breakfast, please. Sure, you can have four portions. Four items. Four items, even. Okay, I'll have rasher, sausage, pudding, and hash brown. Which pudding would you like, black or white? Why do I have to discriminate against one or the other? Can I not have one of each, please? Oh, no, that's that's five items. That's pure old Linster shite, that now. Throw it all on a plate and send it out. You wouldn't fucking get that now in the Galway plate, I tell you that for nothing. That the Galway plate. You get if you ask for four. If you get four items, they bring you four plates of food. Mm. It's very and, true. And they'll throw in a tea for free. Oh no! Fuck Dublin Airport. Another two ninety for a coffee. Get oh, that place. The grittiest looking coffee I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. filtered apparently. Get yeah, fucked. filtered be bollocks. And uh, what terminal were you in? Because did you fly Aer Lingus? Was it? Yeah, yeah. T two. Ah, nice. Okay, not apparently too bad. the fancy one. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't the fancy yeah. one. Uh, and then the cutlery, the uh, completely, completely, oh. definitely, one hundred percent clean cutlery. We spent about two minutes rooting through trying to find a fork that looked like it had actually been washed. Uh, oh, it's just good. pure filthy. Like this wasn't too early in the morning. This was like maybe eight o'clock in the morning. So it wasn't stupid o'clock early where people would still be asleep. It's just stupid people being ignorant of their jobs ah fuck me I thought oh god this is going to start off the holiday nice and right but then we got to um to US pre-clearance and it all picked up for me because I flew through but Gordo got asked some weird questions oh Jesus did I um yeah and I may have accidentally gotten a bit sassy because I hadn't slept I, I got maybe around about an hour two hours sleep night before um so I was thrown up to the whole customs desk anyway and the usual questions you know where are you going what are you going for? Uh, when was the last time you were arrested? <laughs> <laughs> to which uh, I replied, never. Um, so, uh, to which she looked surprised and said, uh, what drugs do you take? <laughs> to which what? I replied, yeah, that this is 100% legit. It's like, yeah, I take inhalers from my asthma, but they're prescribed. Like, is that like trick question? You're like, what drugs do you take? Well, I have cocaine in my bag. Shit. Oh, fuck. No, no, raisins. <laughs> oh, no, it gets better. Because she then said, like, okay, and what recreational ones? <laughs> Just yeah. libations. And so I was like, it's like, none do I look like I do. That's weird. It's like yeah. a disarming question. Yeah. I, asked I, I me did, all it these... did disarm me. Because I, I literally turned around and was like, why do I look like I do? It's like, well, I guess not. Like, T- thanks, love. Sound. <laughs> the guy when I, I the guy he must have been in bad form. Like well, they're probably always in bad form. The TSA dudes. Um, I went through and it was like a big queue of people. He let these two women through ahead of me, and then he stops me. This is after I've gone through the fucking X-ray machines and all that bollocks. And he's like, "So, what's your purpose to visit the United States?" I was like, "I'm going to visit friends, and we're going to go to a show." He's like, "What show is that, sir? Uh, WrestleMania?" Oh. I was like, oh, well then, sir, <laughs> how dare you offend me? Uh, he was like, and where are you staying? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, uh, my friend is taking care of all that. What's your friend's name? And then you give your friend's name, all that. And his address? I don't know. <laughs> and I still don't know how he let me through because he seemed like he was in that kind of a mood. I was like, I'm staying in four different hotels. Rory was doing this thing where he moved around the city. I have a clue. I don't know how he let me through. 
And, and I was so thrown off my game that if he goes, what recreational drugs? You're like, all of them. They're having a party. <laughs> uh, I'm in flavor country. Oh, no. We are having discard trouble. Um, I'm, I have red here, but Gordo's gone Darth Vader. We'll see yeah, how... I'm red too, but I'm okay. Yeah, we're staying okay, but everyone's camera's moving. Something going on with Discord tonight, folks. This is outside Turn of on. our control. Oh, now his camera's gone. Yeah, I did that intentionally. All right, okay. Uh, we're having a little bit of little bit of trouble with it. I might turn off the old camera. It might improve things. There we go. Anyway, What's sorry, I jumped over you. Vader or? Yeah, you're a bit Vader. I jump out and then. So, cool. weirdly enough, right, we get through like the initial security within like four minutes. We're like, "Fuck me, this is very quick." We go get her shitty breakfast that was literally the drizzling shits. And thought, okay, fine, we better go through US pre-clearance. This could take like 17 hours. Got through that within 10 minutes as well. We're like, what the fuck is happening? Why is this? Usually like, it takes about 20, 25 minutes to get through normal security. And then another hour to get through US pre-clearance. We were sitting at the terminal for a long time waiting to, to board the plane because we were very quick. Good God. I'm going to turn mine back on so I can see what's going on. Still on this old red video connected shit. Yep. I'm green. Hmm. My Vader. You're green. No, you're fine. So this is completely outside of our control, folks, unfortunately. So uh, we might have to make a decision. <laughs> we'll see. See how we get on. Um, but on, anyways, yes. So keep telling the story, I suppose. Um, that, that was the usual shite of getting onto planes and arseholes putting their seats back on planes. And well, you can clearly see that the person behind you is already a bit tight for legroom as it is. You know, mm. yeah, uh, fuck holes. They go fuck off. <laughs> um, yeah, we end up mostly uneventful flight over. Uh, when we land, we end up getting caught. Uh, basically, our uh, where we were supposed to be pulling up was already being occupied by another plane, so we had to sit and wait for 15 minutes. And uh, captain comes on, is like, please, you know, the usual, please remain seated, seatbelt fastened, yada yada yada. Um, then literally, let's say no more than 10 seconds after he turns around and says that, uh, this woman just gets up and walks half the length of the plane to go to the pisser. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ, it's like, yeah, well done, love. Uh, yeah, that was the, 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 the travel over was fun. And what else then? What was going on in Chicago? You went to a Cubs game or something, was it? Or uh, we went to the Bears game the night we landed, uh, which we paid what eighteen quid for a beer and a generic burger. Oh, or this was this was AIDS. We thought we we're getting <sighs> you know cavity searched every time we buy something at a at a venue or an arena over here. Nah, uh, not up in here. You go over there, and I paid literally seventeen fifty for the smallest hot dog and beer. Literally, one hot dog, one beer, seventeen twenty-five or seventeen fifty. Did you get a reach around? Uh, only two. Well, seventeen fifty still a bit steep then. And I didn't even get any change. Um, so <laughs> we needless to say, we didn't stick around for that too long. So we found Jesus. a nice place at halftime. Just kind of inside the stadium, but outside in a weird setup. And this old—I got this foot-long Polish hot dog, which was literally, you know, a proper, proper sausage. It is like what you know, 
a phallus shaped sausage should be like <laughs> in, in all dimensions and it was good shit Gordo got a fucking what'd you get fucking uh, fucking barbecue rib uh, barbecue rib steak uh, and it was literally two slabs of meat in a bun and oh sweet Jesus Christ so full after it was so messy trying to eat it but it was fucking delicious um, then we get a message from our buddy the lad who I lived with for three years who goes are you in Chicago <laughs> turns out he's over in Detroit for three months working and had driven down to Chicago for Labor Day weekend and you're like what the fuck is going on nice so we, we say well fuck it we're going to the baseball game tomorrow which is the Friday and I was like, fuck, do you want to go? Like, and she was like, yeah, fuck, I'd love it. He's there with the with the missus. So we thought, grand, the baseball we thought was on the evening. Turns out it was on at like half one. We wake up at 20 past 12 and realize, oh, fuck, the baseball's on in an hour. Um, hey, Fletch, do you, want to, do you want to go to the baseball? It's on an hour. It's like, grand, we're on our way to your hotel. Meet you there in 10 minutes. Grand. Got an Uber up to fucking Wrigley Park, Wrigley Field, whatever it's called. Uh, paid $72 for a ticket in. To plus, the bleachers plus tax and we got absolutely steamed for breakfast nice <laughs> I was going to so, say well I just spent 72 quid so I might as well absolutely get pissed so I don't have to remember and deal with any of this I don't remember anything after the third innings I think the Cubs won 7-1 and yeah. this was about 2pm <laughs> oh yeah the baseball game lasted 4 hours in which case we oh. I think 6-7 beers uh then we decided, you know, okay, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty tipsy right now. We've none of us have had breakfast. We're all good few pints deep. Let's go to fucking IHOP for breakfast, where we discover the finest cuisine that we've ever had in our entire lives. The fact that we were slightly drunk makes this no, is not related to this at all. <laughs> Ch- chicken goujons and whipped cream go perfectly together. What? Yeah. Now hear us out. Hear us out on this. Uh, myself and myself and Fletch both got the side like a chicken and pancakes. So obviously the pancakes had some whipped cream on top. And we said, just taking a piss. Wonder what the chicken would be like in the whipped cream. Oh dear lord! Uh, we ended up getting your one come down to give us some more, to give us more fucking whipped cream because it tasted <laughs> so fucking good. All Only I can tr- say is, don't diss it till you try it, son. I was going to say, all these weird food combinations are discovered by drunk people. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, who was the first person to decide to put beans on toast? I'm sure that seemed insane at the time. But here we have chicken goujons and whipped cream. Dear yep. Lord. Was there cheese in the whipped cream? Obviously no. not. Oh, it's not like Denny's, so would you like... You fucking weirdo. In, cheese and the eggs in Denny's, man. I nearly uh, fucking puked. Oh, wait, there's Denny's story coming up too. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so after after I hop, we were like, okay, well, clearly we need to get more alcohol in our system. So we go to a gay bar for happy hour <laughs> and stay there. Well, it's, it's 3 p.m. and my buzz is wearing off. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? You are literally correct. <laughs> so we go, we, we walk down this street. We didn't know it at the time, but it was, it was Gayville, Chicago. Um, just not like a two or three blocks away from the, the baseball stadium. We're like, we don't really care. There's a lot of pride flags flying around. We see happy hour. We're like, job, let's go there. Very happy hour. So we stayed there, um, had a few drinks. <laughs> Fletcher's missus went back to the hotel and the three of us like, right, let's go and get a few more into us. So we, 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 I think we ended up getting maybe seven or eight rum and cokes there because they were cheap. 
and we were reintroduced to good old buddy, good pal that we hadn't seen in over a decade. Yeah, I missed him. Huh? Good old T-Bone. So apparently there's a bit of a mouse problem in certain areas of Chicago with the kind of the dwellings and the, the decking and all the sorts of things they have. So we're sitting out in this kind of patio, kind of beer garden area. It looked class, to be fair, not going to lie. But next thing we see, like, two mice just wandering around, minding their own business. And we're like, T-Bone! Context to the story is, when we were in first year in college, we had a pet mouse that lived behind our fridge. And we used to feed <laughs> We called him T-Bone. What? <laughs> hey! Did you not have a pet mouse in college? No, we had walls and heating. <laughs> heating, yeah, as a student. We okay, we did. Yeah, we didn't do. We didn't do the heating part. But yeah, that, that's beer money. That's beer money. <laughs> no, that's uh, rude. And uh, what's his name? James Storm. There we go. Yeah. See wrestling. Uh, we we have to throw the old wrestling bombs in there every once in a while. Yeah, we're twenty four minutes in. and We haven't mentioned a thing. In this, uh, we're getting there. The, we're building the biggest. Ne- ah, we we're, get. To it. We're nearly up to Saturday. So that was yeah. T Bone <laughs> and Sanchez. He's uh, his Chicago cousin. Uh, that was a good time. Then we were like, okay, gay guy who works in this gay bar. Where can we find women? and he was not impressed with us at all like we clearly were not his demographic and he could not give any fucks because we wouldn't take his fucks if you know what i mean so controversial so we like okay where 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 do we go what's where where do we end up in the night out and he's like okay just go two blocks over and you're on the straight street i think he called us or the straight part of town all right great grant we rock on over there. We find this pretty fucking class pub with a live band uh, and very, very vast amounts of uh, cat dogs. Cat dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, you know, a polite way of saying very attractive females. Canine feline. So Fletch, in his infinite wisdom, I love him to bits. When he's out drinking, he, he loves playing wingman slash chatting up women. Oh, yes, and, I love that too. It's and like... He is the best I've ever seen at it. Like he, he is no fear. This man, he's zero marrow. Absolutely no fear. He will talk to anyone and everyone, boyfriend, girlfriend, doesn't matter. He will talk to them, and by the end of the conversation, they'll want to go home with him. It's just a god-given talent this man has. So <laughs> his entire night was him trying to hook us up, and we're like, man, we are still fucked from jet lag. We're fucking been drinking all day. I. Qu- I don't even think I'd have the energy to go back with any of the team. Oh, okay, okay, how I okay, wish. Yeah, how oh, here we have natural segue to the Bluetooth thing. I'm going to send this to them. Go, look at right here. This is totally <laughs> off the cuff. And we had a Bluetooth moment. Look, it's oh, easy. Man. Just sent a text. Oh, man, that was good shit. So I think we were about 12, 13 hours just proper day drinking. <laughs> and then nice. we get... To, one of the nicest pizzas. It's it for me. It was nicer than Pizza Napoli. After yeah, <gasps> it was. Sir, it was. No wow. question. Is this uh, a deep dish thing or just no, regular? no regular pizza? Just just good shit. Sorry, Leinster people. If you if you want to exp- understand what we're talking about, come to Galway, get steamed, and find Pizza Napoli for a slice afterwards. Mm-hmm. Understand. And and then maybe get a time machine and go to Ed's New York Pizza beside Cuba. Good times. <laughs> Fall out of Cuba after a metal gig and then walk into uh, Ed's New York on the right and then I used to live down the road in Brendan's Avenue. Oh, man. 
<laughs> good days. Good, good, good days. Steve is 47 now, so you have to go back to when it was black and white. I don't even think they yeah. color back then. Everything was black and white. And <laughs> people were on those giant bicycles. <laughs> <laughs> scenes, many scenes were missing. <laughs> and we and we travel home and there's old timey bicycles. But uh, yeah, so good times. After our night then, after our pizza, we had got uh, the train back into where we were staying. The train is like their Lewis kind of a thing. Uh, to where Fletch was trying to effectively buy someone. I can't remember this fully. <laughs> but she was she was not having any of it. A little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> that, was, that was more than a little bit of the bubbly had. Yeah. Jesus, we, we had a lot of we had a lot of the bubbly. Touch, oh. touch, please, touch. Oh God. So so much bubbly. So that was Friday. And then Saturday obviously was the graps. I was going to say, and then we missed all in. Sorry yeah. about that. The graphs was the low light of the fucking trip at that stage. So, oh, oh Saturday, Saturday. This was an experience. <laughs> um, so we we took it fairly handy. I can't even remember where we went for lunch on Saturday. What did we do? Uh, oh, we did went we to want- Shake Shack. Yes. We wanted to experience all the fine American dining cuisine, so... You say the name, we probably we probably hit it, uh, except for um, what was the one we missed? Hooters. We, oh, we walked past that it. Wonderful place. Uh, so we um, get our lunch, class burgers, burgers in Chicago are fantastic, uh, and we get an we effectively get an Uber all the way out. Ooh, because the the way we were looking at it, we well we priced it up. The, the good thing about Uber, and I don't know if many people have used it, is that you can kind of get real time pricing. So you log on to Uber, you put in your destination, and it'll spit back a price that you can agree before you take your trip. So it's pretty. I had that with the Galway taxis are doing that now. Is it Galway taxis or Pro Cabs? Because you remember I was telling you the crack, a, a little rant for me. Go for my it. My taxi. You remember when Halo was around? Mm-hmm. It was great. Then it became my taxi, and it got a little bit shit. Yeah. And now this free now thing is a disaster. I can't sign into free now. That would have been one of the main reasons I got stuck where I got stuck there a few weeks ago. Uh, you go to log into the app and it'll only let you sign in or sign up. You can't. I can't actually log in. It's an absolute joke. But anyway, one of them, the Pro Cabs thing, they have that as well now because I was going to the hospital there the last few days. It's great. Yeah, it makes sense. Handy. Yeah. Yeah. And this will play a pivotal role in our, our discussion later on. So we're talking, Grant, we, we priced it up and it was, I think, $52 Uber from where we were in town out to the arena, bearing in mind, it is 35 miles out. So this was... It. Exactly. No so our alternative was get our train, which we bought a, a seven-day pass for $30 from town out to O'Hare Airport, and we'd have to get a taxi or an Uber from there out, which would have cost maybe $30. So for the sake of $20 and the heartache of waiting 40 minutes on packed train with gobs, gobshites and yabos, right, you know what, fuck it, comfortable car all the way out, grand job, paid it. Had fucking great wrestling chats with the the Uber driver who fucking knew his shit, uh, except for the fact he liked Naomi. But that's just an American thing, I think. Um, got out <laughs> there, and they went to the pre-show party, um, the pro wrestling tees kickoff show, effectively kind of thing, uh, where the highlight was not necessarily Cole Cabana's podcast with Chris Van Vliet, which was quite cool. But it was people throwing balls to knock Frank the Clown into a, a pool of water. That was all. That was very entertaining because you know, you know, fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. 
so we we laughed at him a lot then. Uh, Flip Gordon was hosting that actually. He was quite cool. He was entertaining the crowd quite well. <gasps> but he's contracted to Ring of Honor. Is he though? Yeah. Who else well, if it was there? Impact, I doubt uh, it. Well, so it was Brian Cage, Brian Cage, and Pillman. Pillman. Yeah. Oh, this was a this was a PWT's thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not a. Uh, yeah, no, not, not at all affiliated. Like no, it's like, like Starcast. Different ah, shark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Different shark. Okay, cool. So Different then racket. We, we walk back over. <laughs> we walk back over to the Sears Arena, which about two minute walk across the car park. And it's a weird venue. They've only one door in, or at least that's where they let people in. And it feels like you're walking into a shopping mall. Yeah, like if you watch BT this week, where they zoom out of books, putting the poster on the wall, that is the entrance to the entire arena. So yeah, there's all, like steps going up to it and stuff. Yeah, so twelve thousand yeah, yeah. people have to go through those doors rather Jesus. than you know, okay, I'm in section A, so you go through door one. I'm in section C, so I go through door three. Everyone has to go through the one door. So we rock over and there was fuck tons of people already in the queue. So we're like, do you want to just sit down for 20 minutes and see if the queue dies down? We're like, oh, fuck. We did. Queue wasn't dying down. But we saw we, we saw a way in. Because effectively, with the way the queue was, it was like an L shape. But if you were on the outside of the L, effectively, it was moving quite quickly because every time someone moved up, ah. it used to go in behind. So we kind of joined the queue at that side and we were in there before half the people that were queuing before us. So... We got them smart, son. So you're another, a dirty line cutter. No, no, we joined at the back of the queue. We joined at the back of the queue. What's that from? Just to totally go off of it. It'll come to me four hours later. But uh, It's not Simpsons. When we were sitting down, we did spot uh, fucking Uncle Dave. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, yes. And Fat Ass Massa. (laughs) Nice. He is the ultimate mark. Dave brought his jeans. Brought the jeans. Looking very happy. Yeah. <laughs> very happy. Anyway. So we go inside and we, we enjoy the show. Um, not much happened really other than obviously enjoying the graps. Prices again, ridiculous. Queues for everything were ridiculous. There's one concession stand upstairs. Where we were. I missed Jeez. the second show or the second match on the kickoff show because I went out to get a drink. Oh, I missed the yeah. whole match. You're talking 25, 30 minutes from end of the queue to getting served. And the the kicker of all this, a bottle of Pepsi was eight dollars. Ah, fuck off! And if you were to get nachos, I went up and be like, yeah, yeah, just get nachos with some cheese there, please. Uh, the cheese was an extra four quid. <laughs> the nachos were seven quid, and there was a cup of cheese for four quid. Ah, <laughs> oh, they had yeah. you by the short and curlies there. Ah, oh, lads, yeah. no lube, no lube. Yeah. The drinks aren't selling. Turn up the heat. <laughs> Fucking hell. So we'll talk about the graps later on, obviously, when we're talking about the the, the grappity graps. But coming out of All Out was an experience which I would not like to have to do again. No. So first off, we get out, and it's drizzling. We're like, oh, fuck me. So immediately, we're like, this is going to be a pain in the ass, because right now, there, there's no public transport from the Sears back into town at the weekend. Why what? only? Why they only, only go on Monday to Friday? So originally, when we were looking at this and we were talking to Mish from Wrestling Soup, he gave us a fucking class route plan, which was effectively get the the blue train out to O'Hare and get uh, a bus from O'Hare, which literally drops you two minutes from the arena. We thought fantastic, perfect. We'll do that. Save ourselves a few pound. 
researched it obviously the week before we left and found out that that bus only runs Monday to Friday. For fuck's sake. So two of us were looking and we couldn't find any other bus, any other route that would bring you anywhere near the arena. So we're like, okay, we'll have to get a taxi at the very least back to the airport and get the, the train back in. So we come out of Sears and we initially look at our the Uber app and see if, okay, let's check pricing. And it was like 90 something dollars to get back into town. Or like, for fuck's sake. So we're like, okay, will we just like leave it a little bit of while, see if it'll come back down again? At this stage, car park jammed. All in roads in and out of Sears were jammed. Or for fuck's sake. So we, we had passed the Denny's about two miles back on our way into Sears. We're like, Do you know what? We'll just fucking go there, chill out, and fucking see what happens. We'll book it when it goes a bit cheaper drizzling so we're walking walking drizzling by the time we get to denny's we're fucking soaked like literally if you fucking took a t-shirt off and wring it you'd have enough for a fucking shower that's how wet we were <laughs> so we sit down at denny's at like i think half 11 chicago time checked uber again it had gone up to like 160 dollars to get back into town again it's all supply and demand based pricing which Makes absolute sense, you know. You got to make hay when the sun shines. So we're Joe, fuck that. Check Uber back to the airport, $130. Fucking hell. <laughs> so we sit down in Denny's and order some of their fine cuisine at exceedingly reasonable pricing. Like, oh, we, baby. We got a good <laughs> fine feed, and I think it came to like $33 total. Yeah. Yeah. And, All their and, meals are like $10, aren't they? No matter, yes. kind of no matter what yeah. you get. Yeah. And, and like we we got coffee, we got drinks, we got fucking chocolate dough brownie things, which were fucking insane. Uh, and then we have to wait there until half one in the morning for Uber prices to drop down to an acceptable price. God damn! Was there so, a pub around or anything? Oh no, this is out in fucking Shopsville, USA. So you're literally at a retail oh. park out in the middle of oh. nowhere. Hey, look at this. Not sure how this audio is going to be. It's not too bad. It's probably some background noise. I'll try and stay on mute as much as I can. Okay. Nicolas, is alive. Quite night then. Hmm? Quite night. Uh, right now, it's the calm between the storm. So yeah. <laughs> Wait. Ooh. Yeah. Well, say say no more. Say no more, fam. <laughs> say no more. Just uh, give us an out look there at the new digs, will you? Oh yeah. Uh, a, oh, yeah I mean nothing. Easy. There you go. Ooh, fancy. Look at that. <laughs> oh, they have monitors for him. Hey. So anyway. we're waiting there anyway in Denny's. Before half one comes and before we finally agree that, that, okay, $68 is an appropriate price to get back into town. Who walks into Denny's and sits up at the bar for food? Another than JR. Oh, nice. JR. Yeah. Just sits up at the bar like a regular schmuck like they're all of us. No one bothers him. Just has his meal. And it's like, that's pretty fucking cool. Nice. Yep. Fun time. Then we, then we pay the $68, get back to our hotel, and pass out because we <laughs> fucked. Bear in mind, it's a 45 minute drive back into town. Ooh. Oh, God. So I think it was. And you're loaded up on Denny's cheese and whatever else was underneath the cheese. <laughs> oh, yeah. We did a dog in it. We did a yeah. dog in it. <clears throat> so Nick is on a headset mic, so his audio won't be uh, as ours. So not, not the forgive us. So clear. Yeah. Forgive us for one week. No. Um, but yeah. yeah. The card then, what was the show like? How did you get on? It Apart was from weird. the extortionate pricing. 
do you know what was weird, right? And it gets me every time, and I don't remember it until I'm, I'm there again. You don't realize how much you miss commentary until you're at a live show. Yeah. And do you know, I think what the mania we went to first on 28, you could buy the headset and listen to commentary live that, that in the arena. partially worked. And they said it worked for all events that they worked for all the next night. Exactly. They <laughs> fucked us for like $20 or whatever it was at the time. Nice. For but it adds so much to what you're seeing because obviously when you're live in the arena and close or far away, you're going to miss stuff that the commentators can pick up on TV. So just little things, it adds to the, so much. And I think for the main event especially, it would have added a hell of a lot more where it was a slower build and there was a lot more momentum and it just following the the hellacious tag match, which happened mm. in the ladder match. That was frightening yeah. to watch. The, oh, my God. I, I actually, I met Nick uh, the other day. We were talking about it. I legitimately thought Nick Jackson was dead. Oh, yeah. I thought when his, when his legs clipped out... Well, when the last, the big spot, the Bubba Ray Dudley spot, you know, where he clipped his legs? Oh, yeah. On oh, the top rope. First table, didn't completely miss the second table. Yeah. And I don't know if you've that. watched the show back yet, but like, why did they use the small ladder there? Everyone and his dog could see that wasn't going to end well. Like, I was like, what are you doing? What? Oh, God, look, at that's what happens. Why did you do that? <laughs> why did you do that? He's dead. He's dead now. The company's going to have to close. The, He's dead. He, he had the <laughs> same exact bump at Ring of Honor like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Taking Crazy. Like a ladder flip out of the ring and his legs clipped the top rope. But they had the big ladder. I can, That's the thing. I can only assume the reason the small ladder was the one in the ring was to limit the drop for the destroyer. Ah, uh, yes. That's but what it is. Why they didn't have boat ladders there and then switch to the big ladder afterwards, I don't know. But. Yeah, I that destroyer, I've, I, I had Mick Foley getting thrown off the cell feels about that one I was like you cannot do that safely Uh, how they did it is Pentagon and Matt Jackson are wizards for getting that to work and nobody dying at least he didn't jump straight up like Leo Rush did in his last Indy match (laughs) (laughs) do you imagine (laughs) Jim Cornette Um, would actually be dead by now (laughs) oh I think Jim is dead tomorrow is his podcast day and I really look forward to it because I I know the ones he's going to like or I know the ones he's going to hate and I know the ones he's going to pretend to hate so it'll be interesting to see what his thoughts are. <laughs> I want to hear um, what he says about that triple threat uh, hardcore match. Oh, that's going to be a clip. That'll be a YouTube clip they'll pull out separately, I think. <laughs> Jelly Janela, and they'll have a little a little animated thing for him and everything. Um, if he doesn't like Pac and Omega, I think he's for the birds. But I do like him. But anyway, what do we go through this, seeing as everyone's already heard it? Go for it. Everyone's had... But like, wanted more kind of ye were there. Not many people are talking about it who were there so like what was the uh, the battle royale like live because it's still confusing as fuck on TV with every graphic and every oh, explanation it's a mess on TV the oh. audio quality the one thing I do have to say the audio quality for the announcing and the video packages and stuff was really poor in the arena you could tell and in entrance music you could tell was weird as well yeah. they haven't quite worked that one out yet now, where could we were hear? we couldn't see the screen from where we were I could kind of half see one of the screens but they weren't showing everything on it right which was really awkward but then you couldn't quite see or you couldn't hear who they were announcing for the battle royals so half the time we're there from like quite a distance away still had a perfect view of the ring so it was easy when it was like a one on one or a triple threat that you knew who was who but when you had loads of people come down for the battle royal, you're there like, who's the one 
with the blonde hair and <laughs> yeah. the black green gear. Yeah, it's they, like, is, is that an, is that an Evelise with the red hair or is it? No, 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 no that no, that was Priscilla Kelly. No, Evelise, no, the other one next to her. Uh, I but, think some of sometimes. Like Cameron. Ju- no, no, that's Nyla Rose. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think Justin Roberts' mic wasn't up for some of it. Some of it wasn't faded up because he'd start naming some people coming out and then you could barely hear him then all of a sudden you could hear him perfectly so someone had him on a board and they were moving up on him moving yeah. him up and down uh, MJF's promo the crowd started chanting uh, turn it up we can't hear you and we oh, can't hear, hear you that. yeah because wow. we, we literally couldn't hear what he was saying I, that's when I was walking back in from the <laughs> that's, when <I> was walk- <laughs> that's when I was walking back in from the concession stand <laughs> Uh, there they are now please, d- please don't sack me don't sack me yet please <laughs> uh, uh, yeah that's when I walk back in for the concession stand and yeah I walk it back into everyone chanting turn it up and we can't hear uh, we can't hear you it's like okay yeah, I so, heard uh, it we can't hear you chance I didn't hear turn it up now but heard that one yeah. didn't hear that one now but um but um yeah the there was certain like certain pops and all you message saying like that uh reveal for mercedes martinez all you heard was the pop and then it was revealed who it was um, yeah that got a huge reaction yeah, yeah. um yeah and what a sign if she's signed that is a fucking coup that's yeah you could do where you couldn't see the screen. Did you know what the pop was for, or could you see yeah. her from there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we, we saw it. We saw as they were walking in. Yeah, okay. we we had a perfect viewpoint of the the ringside tunnel, mm. and you could even see people walking up the steps behind the tunnel. So we could oh, okay. see anyone coming from that side, and then from this side again, same. We could see through the tunnel, so we could see uh, before the cameras would even see them who, who okay. was coming and what was happening. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, so there were certain um, people we could see before they even hit the stage who it actually was, but then there was other times where we didn't know what the fuck was happening because we couldn't see screens. But uh, yeah, I was happy to see the, Mer- the Mercedes pop. That was that was pretty cool. Um, I think we other bits. kept it for her as well because there's a couple of people they could have done that for during it, like Emma and stuff. They could have done her for whatever the fuck she's mm. called now. Yeah, mm. I'm glad they kept it for Mercedes though. Uh, yeah, that's the uh, Tennille Dashwood is signed to impact but they got an agreement to have her work the battle royal mm-hmm. yeah well, it's not seems like apparently well, it's cool but it's like relax impact deal so she's got like yeah select dates type thing is it like the one that jordan grace had where she was signed but not signed possibly it's, uh impact it's not, it's not impact like impact contracts is dodgy <laughs> yeah. yeah there's something wrong yeah uh, sure they let, they let uh, scarlet bordeaux go and Killer Cross is doing everything he can to get out of that contract at the moment. He cannot do it. That fucking that Feifel story. Did you get to read oh, it? Yeah. Oh my god, man! They're... I I want you... I want them to do well. I want the company to do well. But my god, they're making it difficult for themselves. This was around the time of Hepatitis Mania. Do you remember it was, the it was indie the show? After. The, it was the week after. It was a week there you go. So there was no uh, there was no doctor on the scene, and he didn't want to bleed. He didn't want to blade. I should say. It's completely yeah. fair. Fair yeah. enough. Absolute fucking anyway. madness. That's, uh, what else? Um, uh, the the LAX reveal again. We kind of we saw from where we were. We saw that happening. Uh, um, and yeah, I can't believe none of us thought of that for one of our wild cards. Yeah, that was, it was heavily rumored they were going to be at as well. Like I, don't know I yeah. had it for the um, 
I was going to do it, but then I thought it, they're the mystery partners for Jericho at the TNT show. So I thought, ah, oh, they won't oh, do it here. They'll do it for the yeah. TV show. So there's still two more to come. Or is there? Revival. Oh, that be great. <laughs> Marty Skrull, apparently. Marty is uh, apparently November his deal is up, not April. That's another thing to come out this week. I don't know what if about you noticed flip? while you were... Get Marty and Flip? Book Japan? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Marty and Flip take Japan. Uh, yeah. Nyla won that one and then Riho won the other Eliminator Boo. and they face each other for the title. Boo? Not a fan of Riho. Oh, I prefer the other one. And, yeah, <laughs> that, and no, that's not racially incentive to say that. I just don't know her name. <laughs> she has Shida or something, wasn't it? Shida, yeah. Maya Shida. Shida. Maya Shida, yeah. Uh, you had Private Party with uh, Angelico and Jack Evans as well. Yeah. That was the main event of the pre-show, I believe. That was quite good. Was. Uh, there was a couple of spots that were a bit weird, but overall, I think they're quite good. I think Private Party still have a little bit to do to yeah. um, get their match crispness down a bit, but still a serious talent. And once they get that down, they're going to be top of the bill, like. I think they've found a diamond in the rough there with that team. I've never heard of this, phrase. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Never heard of them until they appeared at the last show. And um, they're landing in the perfect spot to become better tag team wrestlers as well. Yeah. yeah. The overall, the tag team division in general in AEW is fucking amazing. Like the quality they have on there. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. definitely winning overall in tag teams across everything, anyway. <laughs> Fortunately for them, the other side isn't trying. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go oh, there. Man. Don't go there. Don't, don't go there. Uh, SCU beat Lucha Pals. What did they call them? Jurassic Express. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, weird name. Yes. Justin Robert announced the ball in the video like the boy. I, I was a young boy, a little boy, a boy, and a dinosaur, but I'll detect the name of Jurassic Express. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Luchasaurus is a fucking star. Oh, yeah. He's He's a made man. Good lord, he's great crack. He, he had one of the loudest chants of the night. Yeah. yeah he really did. Mm. That came across on TV, I can tell you that much. Strap a rocket to uh, him. Hells yeah. Um, Pac beats Omega. Why in the hell did we all pick Omega? This was as obvious. The yeah. minute it happened, I was like, of course. It's of the classic, course. This it's, is the, it's the classic bait and switch for an injury. Yeah, WWE do the entire the whole time, and like you said, it's absolute shame on us that none of us picked it. Is it because we figured okay, Pac can lose now, so he's going to lose? Yeah, that's the thing. But because he was the replacement in an injury style match, he was always going to win. It's wrestling logic one hundred and one. Slap on the wrist for all of us. Yep. What What doesn't make a whole lot of sense is Pac going after Hangman, who lost the title match. I wasn't quite sure of why that would. Why would you pick him? Bad blood. Why would you not pick? Yeah. Possibly, yeah. Uh, I suppose. Yeah. I was thinking maybe go go for Cody because the way I see it, he's next in line. Well, right. he's the only one with a perfect record, isn't he? Well, he drew. Yeah, well, he's a draw. A draw. Yeah, yeah. He's unbeaten. But well, yeah, I mean, they had that unbeaten, old, yeah. They did have that blow off match before, like the week beforehand, in some random mm. English, English indie. So they had still follow up they need to do on that. So I can understand why they went back to that feud. True. Um, I'm surprised then, with the way Pac bet Omega, though. Did he actually tap, the, or was it just a ref stoppage? No, stoppage. Okay, so he, he never out. tapped out. No, no, he just passed no. out. Okay, see, that I like that, because we couldn't see that where, where we were. We, we Because the way he even fell, 
it was, their backs were to us so we couldn't see what exactly happened other than the ref calling for the bell I think they should have done the old school three hands dropping thing they should have picked up his arm At three times that's, that's just the yeah. precedent though if they don't want to do those that going forward and they want to do kind of MMA style sports it's kind of easy okay. yeah. fair then, point that's, that's a bad precedent yeah. Yeah. true true um, well Megan not exactly getting the strongest booking considering he's the biggest name we'll say <laughs> and his booking <laughs> Yeah, but that makes sense though when you think about it you know if they booked him strong from the outset then you're looking at a uh, a scenario where he's a lot a long way to fall rather than him being the chaser and elevating all the talent around him and then being the guy to dominate after a year or two I think there's a lot more stories to be told that way so I I can see why they're doing it but I'm just surprised that they're letting it go so long and Mm. when they do pull the trigger V-trigger and letting him actually go after the belt and get some wins I think that's going to be a serious run yeah I think he's the one to t- I think Jericho's going to have it for a very long time and he's the one that's going to beat him that's Possibly. what I do anyway but um, well, of did, course we Jericho can't... clearly didn't have it a very long time <laughs> <laughs> zoom 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 I'm assuming you've covered all that already oh we're leaving that for afterwards yeah. we might actually talk about that instead of WWE because we're 52 <laughs> minutes in um, but we come to this part. This is the shucky ducky quack quack moment of the night. Try and explain to me what this triple threat match was. Perfection. Good lord, just it was, madness! It was the first <laughs> annual biscuit brawl. <laughs> Darby <laughs> Allen, the poor man. You got to pick a different move, my friend. Speaking kayfabe here, the move's not working for you. Okay, you got to change it up. <laughs> it's like Ric Flair going to the top rope. Yeah, for donkey's ears it's like it never works <laughs> someone's gonna press slam you you just know it oh, <laughs> my back ow and even Joey Janela doing the moonsault off the top when um, <laughs> to nobody well to be fair to be fair he Jimmy Havoc did move in the air but the, the, the replays doesn't show it that well I think no, yeah I, I was thinking yeah yeah. Nothing. It's literally Jimmy Havoc right beside the ring post, lying on the ground, and <laughs> he's already he's already jumped. You're like, but anyway, uh, that was madness. So Janela doing the flip with the chair was kind of the monkey flip out of the corner while sitting in the chair and landing yeah. perfectly in the chair was cool. Did that know want... and broke the ring? Oh yeah, got stuck in the ring, didn't it? <laughs> I do want to see the the skateboard spot again because again we didn't we couldn't see close enough to see that there was tax on it. Ah. I was wondering how they got that across to the crowd. I don't think they did. No, and he also managed to bring that through the, on the airport the next day. They didn't take <laughs> oh, it off. Oh Jesus the, Christ! Thumbtack. There were still thumbtacks in it in the skateboard today. Yeah, it's fine. You bring that in plane. By God. Oh, well, to be fair, if you can hijack Eric. a plane with a skateboard with thumbtacks, probably deserve to do it. <laughs> True. I, Give I that had, man the plane. I had trouble getting through the fucking scanners holding it, holding fucking my money today. Uh, uh, Jimmy Havoc won that. I think Fitz, you're the only one who got that one right. I think I unless someone that rode in behind you. Perfectly. I think I, I think <laughs> I put it down as well. Yeah, it was. Too, oh, okay. we, were, we were half and half on that one. Ah, uh, okay. Derby. Yeah, I need Derby to get some wins or something here. I, I, I really like that guy. His big win was the draw over Cody. That's what gave the, the yeah yeah. I think so. You could do it. Uh, maybe on TV, he'll get a couple of wins together. They're gonna. He's he's got money written on him. Mm-hmm. I think his look alone. He do, he's not very big, I know, but his look. Um, he's gonna do well. Uh, Kira is, has yet to see him, so she wasn't around. Thank God. 
<laughs> she'll leave she'll leave me for the image of Darby Allen, I think. Um Dark Order beat the best friends to get a bye into the second round of the tournament. But that wasn't the highlight of this match. Go on. It's all about that freshly squeezed sun. <laughs> and here we go with the uh the number one clip I'm waiting to see this week. <laughs> Jim Cornette on Orange Cassidy's debut. I can't wait. I can't wait to finish work tomorrow, lads. Can't wait. Oh, the pop was unreal for that. Uh, and the the no-hands suicide dive. Like, oh, so I can't imagine the good. fear that man must have in his head and not show it. <laughs> Running and doing a, a tope suicida with your fucking hands in your pockets. What the fuck? It is Ralph Wiggum throwing himself through the window to deliver yeah. a letter. It's exactly like Have that. a break. <laughs> I'm a prick um, but the kip up with his hands in his pockets how is quite incredible how? I could never do it I used to try that all the time when I was a kid massive with, Shawn with Michaels mark I, no <laughs> in general in general just a kip up I could I could kind of half do it how he can do it with, with his hands in his pockets I don't know so I'm looking forward to seeing what Jim Cornette has to say about his little dog pockets tomorrow I can't <laughs> wait it'll be amazing um, <clears throat> talk about the women's match already um, Cody well, the story of the match was the internet meltdown about the dog Pharaoh and the pyro oh warranted, the IWC warranted. love to get off no no that was fucking warranted I was thinking the exact same thing as all those yeah as a overreaction. dog owner, a, as a dog owner overreaction no overreaction no shouldn't have been <laughs> it was an accident disgraceful it's an accident that he set off fireworks clearly knew they were bad I don't know Maybe they should have left him in the tunnel he was in and the then tunnel. brought him out. Was he? He was, he was in the back of the tunnel. Like, you clearly see all the fireworks. And even the noise yeah. alone is going to freak him out. He's going to hear that meter. True, away. yeah. Like, he's got to stop bringing him out. Like It's getting ridiculous at this point. You, yeah. don't need, you don't need to have him there. Or just don't have the pyro. That either. He, yeah, he probably would have been fine if there hadn't been. No, no. He has done it before. but mm. Yeah, and like I know he did say that it was only supposed to be the... The smaller ones were supposed to go off. The the big mortar ones weren't actually supposed to go off at all, which were the ones that properly spooked them. Oh, yeah. um, and I don't know if it was just the small ones. I don't. I like to think it wouldn't have had much of much of an effect. But at the same time, if you want to completely avoid it, just don't have the pyro at all. I mean, the dog has been proven to be fine around crowds. They bring them to mm-hmm. all these different signings and things the whole time, so the crowds never seem to be an issue. But uh, yep. Yeah, like it's it's great that they have pyro, but not everyone needs pyro. Cody needs True. pyro. Cody needs the best entrance. But Co- Cody, he has to Cody's have a triple H entrance. He's the captain. Have... Damn it! Why? Why was? Why the fuck was Brandy going off fighting the Borg? What's happening there? I, I, Brandy had her start. Our Brandy had her Star Trek gear on. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, seven um, nine. And then you had, uh, so the whole thing was MJF uh, inexperienced at being a manager, while Tully was highly experienced to be the manager of Sean Spears. Um, <clears throat> so the commentary kept ramming that home. Oh, MJF, he's got to do better here. He's got to do better there. Um, but then, of course, you had Aaron Anderson. Enormous pop, I assume, because it came across well on TV. Yeah. Um, we all knew that was coming, but we figured it would be as the manager. But he comes out, hits a spine buster on um, Sean Spears. And Cody gets the win. Mm, Controversial. Wouldn't have given it to him. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to have given that to the old Ty Dillinger. Yeah. It's a, well, we'll have to see where it goes from this. 
Mm-hmm. Obviously, just this isn't over, and you know, there's still the whole Cody, MJF, Sean Spears angle to still play out properly, and TV will help with that. But um, the only way you can kind of go with this is if you double down on it from Sean Spears and like lay a weapon on possibly both of them somehow. You you have to elevate it to to improve it, otherwise, just forget about it and move on, which hurts Sean Spears. Yeah, but I assume they're gonna run a. Might even do a title match on TV one of the weeks and have Cody or have Sean Spears cost Cody the match against Jericho or something. Yeah. Get them going again. Because you have to give Cody a title shot now. I don't think there's anyone else more deserving that in terms of the wins and losses thing they they stick with. I We were full sure that when we saw MJF out with uh, Cody that he was going to turn on him. And if you oh, yeah, around us, we're all talking about it as well. Oh, there was a fantastic camera shot at the end where he picked up the chair. I don't know if he saw that yeah. on the screen, but oh, he thought about it. Yeah, he thought about it. Yeah, it was cool. Oh, yeah. Like it's, it's, it was, it was better he didn't because everyone mm-hmm. figured it was. So the swerve was that he didn't, which was great. Yeah, yeah. and there's also the great shot of as they're walking up the ramp, Cody, you know, walking up, all, uh, all uh, defeat, all, all proud of doing it, and uh, MJF turned around just sticking his fingers over the crowd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, behind, yeah, behind Cody's back because he can't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fa- I didn't even notice that. That's brilliant. That's actually genius the way they've done it. Salt of the earth, that guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Lucha Bros retained, thankfully, the AAA tag team titles, and that's the end of that chapter. Thank God. No, they can face other teams. Um, but this was the blow off match of blow off matches. We've talked about some of the spots already, but Jesus Christ. Can I say that this is the best ladder tag team match of all time, including wow. TLCs? Tough wow. to argue. For like ingenuity in the first place, I always go for the first couple, but overall as a whole match, it's hard to argue that. Yeah, in terms of tag team, I that no, the match at No Mercy blew my mind. I don't know how it hold, well it holds up today against the madness that, of ladder matches these days, but yeah, that was a different type of ladder match. Mm. That was crazy. The coordination and the the planning of spots, I think, in this one kind of is what really ramps it up in my mind where the, the spots and kind of ladder matches, TLC matches of days gone by were more OMG moments of just people falling from heights through random stuff. Whereas you got the destroyer through a ladder onto another table and ladder. Like, how do you even plan these and put these things together and have them work so perfectly? It, yeah. And the thing is, you can't practice them because if you get injured, the match is fucked. So you just kind of have to do it in the moment. Yeah, the only, the only, it's incredible. The only thing that bothered me about, about it was the super choreographed parts of you know they they would each do the exact same thing to their opponents. Yeah, like at the same time, where like like Matt would do it to to say Phoenix and vice versa, you know, and just that was a bit like yeah. yeah. Other than that, I, I was. I have a similar opinion. You know, on the outside where they're both pointing at each other, you jump. No, you jump yeah, when they're about to jump thing. on the other guy's brother. If the heel should be going, oh, fuck you, you jumped. I get down off the ladder, I run in and I try and go for the belts. <laughs> You're like, you idiot, you took yourself out and now I'm free to run in and go for the belts. That could have been one way to do it. But, yeah. It was crazy. It was just bananas. But, yeah. Uh, what let does- your brothers retain. What is your opinion that this should have been the main event? No. No. That's just wrong. You, you no, he's wrong. He's totally wrong. It's the first time they're having it. They're, they're introducing the world title. No. Madness. Madness, I say. 
Mm, I think we've full house in that one, so. Okay, okay. I was like, oh, Fitz, don't do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to see because obviously we're, we were living in a bubble for the last few days. Mm. So kind of it's hard to know what the general consensus was. And obviously you don't look to wrestling Twitter for a general consensus anyway. Yeah. True. Unless it's about Alexa Bliss. In which we can all agree she's got a lovely bottom. Indeed. That don't they all um, have lovely bottoms? No. Not all of them. No. 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 Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had Jericho defeating Hangman Page to be the first ever title after Hangman had one of the most badass entrances I've ever seen in my life. On, on <laughs> Hunter fucking, Horse Hemsley. Hunter Horse Helmsley. The fucking mask over him, the, the handkerchief type, type mask, the, or whatever you call it, the bandana type mask, the horse. Ah, fantastic. That was fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And we could see this coming because they kind of just rearranged the furniture slightly down in front of us. So he goes to Gordo, Gordo, they're doing the fucking horse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not literally. There's a horse show coming. But I, I, I said to him, and everyone started to realize, hang on a second, what are they doing here? And it was epic. And obviously watching BT, I just caught up with it today. Like the, the horse was so well trained. Yeah. Like yeah. That, that was incredible stuff. But how did this match come across on TV? Because in the arena, I, I felt at the beginning that people either didn't give a fuck or weren't enjoying it. But then anytime a big spot happened, they were well into it. So it really felt kind of being live there that as the match developed, it really felt like a New Japan style match where the crowd were quiet and respectful because they realized the importance of the match and were accepting what they were being shown. Plus they were as tired I think it, after the fucking it, match. Yeah, it needed something in between. It needed a promo or something yeah. in between those two between okay. those two matches. But I enjoyed it. Um, but probably a bit long. Probably could take maybe five more minutes No, off no, it was, whatever, it was but... perfectly timed. It was 26 minutes. It was absolutely the perfect time for that match. Because <laughs> that was your tie break, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. If I had went any longer than that as well, you would have won. I was 24 minutes. So I would have been all for 10 minutes shorter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could have taken a bit of time off. The thing I, I mentioned it to Nick the other day as well, the thing I loved about that match was, now we'll find out later Jericho can get anything, anything over. Um... <laughs> When he spins around and hits the back elbow, the Judas effect, I don't know how you saw this in the arena. I'd love to see what you thought of it. The whole place got up. Yeah. They knew it was over. Oh, he got that fucking back elbow so over, it's ridiculous. It looked like it hit flush from where we were. It did. That's why all of our side was up. Cause, yeah. And Hangman went down like a sack of spuds. Just everything yeah. about it seemed so much better than the last time he hit it. Well, that's it. It's the way they got the, the camera was, they got it in the corner underneath the ropes from the corner. Oh. so they got him spinning so I think Hangman went for a lariat and Jericho spun around and he, people the minute Jericho spun the front row all started standing up they knew it was over but I see that, that's a great finisher to, to what Nick said earlier on is about the whole wanting to feel like the UFC style real fight feel where you call the instant knockout the only way to get a move like that over is to have perfect execution so obviously this is something they'd worked on because they knew the finish was happening but previously when he was using the Judas effect, you know, it was a little bit sloppy perhaps. When he used it against Omega, he kind of had Omega effectively propped up as a standing prop to hit mm-hmm. on. So it was kind of obvious that it was coming and it was it was like, okay, well obviously he was going to do that move I get out of it. So you needed a transition move into the into the Judas effect to, to get that full impact. That's why it looked amazing. Yep. He caught him. He just caught him cold. Yep. The Judas effect out of nowhere. Oh, um, baby. Um, Jericho's 
could be possibly the best of all time at this stage. There's an argument to be made. And you will make that argument. I will, I will. <laughs> it's it's hard to deny him. You've got to be in the That doesn't put him in the top if that doesn't have him in the top five or top three at this stage, you consider the career. Madness. The way he keeps reinventing himself, he has to be in the discussion. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, and then the best part of the whole weekend, whatever about that show, whatever. If you liked it, you liked it. If you didn't, you didn't. The post show is what where this thing really was at. Jericho getting steamed on bubbly. That was where it was. <laughs> how much how much bubbly, Steve? A little bit of the bubbly. Just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> bit of the bubbly. And Twitter was Jericho has ruled the internet for the last three days solid. It's been amazing. Oh, good God. Um, it also set up pack. Yeah, the video is just... Him <laughs> he in wanted the to pool. be presented the title. Him <laughs> in the pool talking about the belt. With a scarf on. With a scarf. With a scarf. Yeah. Yep. So this all, like, if you, if you go, if you, if you think of this as like a universe, like the Marvel kind of universe, all within this universe, Jericho got absolutely sloshed on, in Chicago backstage and then went to town because he said he was going to Main Street, downtown and Chinatown. He was hitting all those areas, he said. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, he got pissed up, went for a steak. And what was the actual official story? He picked up the wrong bag at the airport. Yeah. There's no chance that happened. No. He's gone to airports. How many times or How many times a year is he in a bloody airport? And he picked up the wrong bag. I don't believe that for a second. And apparently the story was... Unless he was still steamed after a little bit of the bubbly, but you know, you never know. Uh, that he picked up the wrong bag, went for dinner, then he'd get the driver of the limo to take the bag back and get his bag. But I still don't know where the belt was. Was it in the restaurant was or was limo? it in the limo? In the, in the limo. Okay. Supposedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Let's use our old. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, but this led to around 10 o'clock last night, our phones going bananas for two hours. Just <laughs> meme after meme after meme. That WhatsApp group was flying it last night. <laughs> it was because a little bit of the bubbly memes were still going around. Then you had the belt memes coming in. Good Lord. It was an all time great night of wrestling Twitter. <laughs> it, it's right up there with the first Saudi show and yeah. OTT tweet along. <laughs> oh, that was a great night. Yeah. Uh, I compared it to the night uh, Samir Nasri's missus found out he was cheating on him and she got into his Twitter account <laughs> and started tweeting <laughs> all the details <laughs> it was amazing what a night oh. Oh. that's the thing about the glorious you know, the, fucking it's glorious, glorious. You, you can never watch these things back you know you just have to be there or you miss it that's the great thing about it yep. um, but yeah they got the belt back supposedly what was the story that the, the police department posted a picture and then deleted it or something yeah and then, then they said it was cool again. I don't know if the police, the AEW said it was cool. They said they found it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you're blowing up our angle here. Something might have happened. I assume they did actually lose the belt. Oh, yeah. And then they said, right, we're going to turn it into an angle here. Mm-hmm. And that would have been a cool way to debut someone. Repo man. Repo man. <laughs> Definitely repo man. Um, but overall, what did you make of, what did you do for the rest of the week? Um, days, I should we say. watched Horrible Bosses. Um, <laughs> which was badly edited so th- that was the Saturday night obviously Sunday then we woke up and we were absolutely just fucking wrecked only got the second half of the Spurs game in that morning can't remember what time it was and then we went to get some Hard Rock Cafe did the dog in it there ate too much ate way too much um, 
walked around it. I don't know if you think, don't think we did anything Sunday night. We just kind of went back to the hotel and chilled. Yeah, I just sauntered about. Oh no, we, uh, Sunday we went down by the beach, didn't we? Or was that Monday? That was Monday. That was Monday. That was Monday. Yeah, then Monday obviously we went to the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, way too much cheese. Way too much. You should see the cheesecake that Gordo got. To put it into context, this one slice of cheesecake had 1,600 calories. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I fucking cherished every one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hold me close, tiny calorie. Oreo fudge cake cheesecake or something like that. The base was fudge cake. Jesus Christ. Wow. So we literally had to go for like a four mile walk all the way down to Navy Pier just to try walk some of that off and get get some fucking uh, well I can't even word right now just to get it out of our system because we just like big burger cheesecake blah, done walk. Navy Pier off. He bought off for the rest of the week then. No, back in tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh God. Oh yeah. Jesus. Well, to More put it into context, for um, next week. My team of three is going to be a team of me. So I need to go in for the next few days to get caught up on what I missed and get prepped for what I have to do for the next week. Nice. No bueno. Whereas I am completely checked out. It's not even funny. (laughs) Not even funny. Six more days. Six more days? Six more working days. So pintines? Potentially. Potentially, yeah. Well, there's, let's just um, say there's something happening Thursday week that you could easily come along for some pintines. Well, that just so happens to be a, an important day of my week next week. Oh, really? Mm. We shall talk about this later. Fantastic. Lovely. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Who shot the big dog? We'll go for that one. Uh, I fell asleep watching Smackdown on the bus back today, so <laughs> enlighten, enlighten me how it ended. Yeah. <laughs> It, I, just good lord nobody puts bearded baby in a corner basically yeah, nobody puts much. bearded baby yeah. uh, Brian demands the apology says he never lied Roman is out but Roman attacks from behind and then he ends up shoving Brian down too so I think they're trying they're turning Brian here basically um, Bro- Roman then reveals that he did it for the rock and he begs Brian to get in and slap him again and the beatdown continues on Roman Brian goes over and says we're friends why are you doing this slaps him and then he does the the claw choke slam head claw thingy through the uh, the table to Roman to Brian to yeah. Brian, to Brian. And, so um, Roman's yeah. on his own so the turn- he's a lone wolf yeah play by anyone else. nobody tells him what to do so exactly this not, not even his own <laughs> <laughs> is it done or is this a decoy or what I hope it's done because I'm getting now, fucking fed up of it <laughs> They have they built in what did I call it last week the plausible deniability yeah. of the other large bearded dude, and they did, he didn't use it. He could have he had an excuse right there. It was like the other dude, the other dude did it. Why are you saying it's me? It wasn't me. Uh, this started so badly, got good, and has ended terribly. And now now Fitz, uh, that's the match for the pay per view. Roman and Rowan. Uh, that's the match during the pay-per-view where I will be going to take a shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it won't be on the pre-show. I was going to say, that should be pre-showing. It's... <laughs> yeah. Pre-show. What? Where did it all go wrong? Uh, WWE. 
see I don't want to be a dick about it because I, I need more of this so you want to encourage this be like good attempt not bad poor execution Pretty poor execution <laughs> just keep trying one of these years you'll get one um, yeah it's I don't know we're like an hour 15 in as well so we, we can cherry pick True, but well, while we have Nicolage, I think we should talk more of the uh, NXT UK stuff as well. Yes. Oh, yes. You're the only one who's seen it. Really? You haven't <laughs> seen it? Jesus Christ. I still uh, haven't had time. Uh, I saw the tag match and the main event. They're the best two matches, so you've a good, a good insight. Yeah. So what are your um, thoughts, Gordo? Because I can rant for a bit. That tag match was a thing of beauty. Considering um, I, w- I went into that not having given a shit about that match, that was kind yeah. of like, eh, that'd be all right, I suppose. And that was just so good. They did the underdog story so well for the local guys. Like, yeah, so simple. Um, even Gallus, who I normally, uh, I'm, I'm not sold on Gallus at all, but even in, I came out of this thinking they done a fucking good job, the two boys. Um, the Grizzly Young veterans, I, they're fantastic. They uh, they don't even need to be in NXT. They could go up against any of the fucking main roster tag teams if they ever want to give a shit about main roster tag wrestling again. Um, which, which they won't. Which they won't. Uh, the Welsh fans, I, I'm still not a fan of Flash Morgan Webster at all. Mandrews, again, fantastic. But uh, yeah, oh, terrific match. Some of the spots. It was the Mandrews show, basically. Mandrews. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, absolute MVP. Um, anytime he'd turn it up a notch crowd were on their feet going absolutely nuts for everything he'd done uh, obviously the lads were selling for him to make everything look like a million bucks uh, there was one point where was it done? he'd done a was it a suplex and then he ends up popping up out of that into a tornado DDT onto someone else or something like that it was ridiculous some of the shit he was doing um, yeah that match needs to be watched and then the main event yeah what what we're hearing and Nikki agrees with it that Walter Tyler Bate was the match of the weekend of all the shows so All Out UK Takeover and Royal Quest New Japan I haven't seen Royal Quest yeah haven't seen Royal Quest nothing from New Japan made any waves so I'm assuming they got no competition there from for Walter and Bate I'd have no argument with it being match of the weekend definitely no argument for me um, I hear it was but the what I read now I'm looking forward to seeing it and a match being overly long doesn't bother me but people are saying it was too long and too slow no so <sighs> that's what I like I people long and slow <laughs> <laughs> no it was perfect uh, it, it was a, it was a great match if 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 you were going to trim anything maybe one or a couple of minutes near the start of it but once it actually got into it everything was done the, yeah. the time days on stuff it was it was drawn out for the right reasons and in the right ways yeah it goes about uh, 40 minutes but like it's it's all good like i i, yeah. I didn't feel i didn't feel it's dragging at any point no not at all i know i i watched that after falling asleep watching smackdown <laughs> there you uh, go <laughs> and i managed to stay awake during all of it so you know um uh, yeah great great match uh don't know if it's don't know if i prefer it to the Dunn Tyler match from Takeover the time. I oh that thing is a thing of beauty. Yeah, I don't think it's quite up to that level, but it's definitely the probably the second best NXT UK match I've seen. Wow. Singles match okay. at least. 
I'm looking forward to it. I'll yeah. see it after work tomorrow, I'd say. I'd also give a shout out to the Cesaro Ilya Dragunov match. It really bumped. Like, Ilya looked great. Cesaro looked great. It's just a really solid match that put both of them over quite well. And then they brought Cesaro back to Raw to lose. <laughs> Why did they fly him back when anybody else could have just lost? Uh, no idea. Is he is he handed in his notice? I'd like to see him move on. And they're jobbing him out? Oh, I doubt it. Be nah, his his missus is like trained in the performance center. Like she's one of the trainers in the performance center, so I doubt it. Oh, okay. Um, well, the big story is that we'll say from the main roster then, because we have to try and get some of it in. The horsewomen are all in the same angle, from what I can see. Yep. yep. And I'm going to leave you there now. You're talking about main roster, so bye. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, Nicolas. <laughs> Why won't he talk about the main roster? Either he hasn't no seen it or he can't be arsed. Oh no, he definitely saw it. Yeah, he just can't be no, arsed. I think he just can't be arsed, Jeff. Fair play to him. <laughs> I have a feeling it might be a time issue. Oh, yes. Okay. Tonight? Yeah, yeah ah. I'll explain later. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, that can't for yeah reasons. Yeah, I know what you, I know what you mean. Um, so are we thinking so it's leading to a fatal four way match somewhere at Mania it's a very long way away it is but fuck it you know how could do it now. like to you know pull out very quickly and you know jizz nah, all over Becky the place and Ronda thing that just sped by all that it went so smoothly um, yeah but it, basically you had what match was it? It was Becky and Bailey teaming against Alexa and Nikki, mm. which ends in a DQ when Sasha comes out. And then she started beating up Becky with the chair. Yeah. Bailey stops her, but then has a little look, then grabs the chair and beats the piss out of fucking Becky with the chair. And the crowd goes wild. I think they were Bailey going. Bailey heel turn. Uh, I think they were finally going wild for seeing, you know, okay, a new side of Bailey yeah. rather than Becky getting a beaten. But that's twice now that they've done this with Bailey. Do you remember she turned on Sasha ages ago as well? Yeah. They never turned her heel, but people were like, yes, finally, stick up for yourself. That was a year ago this week. Fuck me. <laughs> that's amazing. Now, she explained it then on SmackDown and was like, going, it's still the same old Bailey. It's just that I stuck up from a friend type thing. Yeah, but she's got a new she's hat. Really cool. She's got a new hat. Look at me, Rex Banner. Ha, I have a new hat. <laughs> Should have had blue hair. Should have had, would have been so funny she came out in a blue wig. <laughs> Um, it seems to be that look she's still the same person blah 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 you can still cheer for me she's trying to set an example for your kids what a great line to be loyal yeah it's all about that loyalty fantastic yeah Um, I like this did did Corey make a comment about loyalty Uh, I don't know if he did sure didn't he leave his wife for a young one (laughs) That's like fucking three weeks in a row we've managed to get that line in. I'm so happy. Um, yeah, this could be good. You had Charlotte as well, where she came out to interrupt Bailey, I believe, and then Sasha came out. And then Charlotte, like a clever person, didn't wait to get double teamed. She started fighting straight away, which was good to see. Uh, but she did say stuff about no blindsiding and then just decided to blindside. Literally like a minute uh, later. The problem I have with this is that, you know, Clash of the Champions, I'm going to call it that, is in like less than two weeks, right? I think it's next week. 
you now have a Could match be between Bailey and Charlotte in which neither are face. One is a definite heel and one is a tweener heel. How are people supposed to react to this? Don't know. Don't know. Is that the match? Is that set? Yeah. Bailey, Charlotte for the title. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Unless they yeah, do a swerve next week or something. That's why I was thinking, long-term booking, obviously this ends up in a four-way somehow. Short-term booking, in terms of classic WWE writing, they somehow make this a fatal four-way next week for all the belts. So, is and Sasha facing Becky? Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Exactly. I think Shit. they're building to, uh, there's going to be a big, there's going to be a big fatal four-way. To recreate one of the greatest matches in NXT history, the Fatal Four where they had back in the day. Oh my god! God damn, that match was fucking amazing. Becky's coming out party in NXT. Yep. No one had a fucking clue or gave a shit. Yep, hundred percent. Even Taz, I remember Taz on Twitter talking about that, complimenting the suplexes. Um, yeah, that's oh fuck if they want to do that match, save it for the Rumble at least. Survivor Series doesn't count anymore. Survivor Series is dead. You're dead. Yeah. They killed it. They killed it. Um, it's nothing else really. The King of the Ring. Some crackers of matches this week. Yep. The King of the Ring. As we said on, um, on Monday night, the wrestling's been good lately. Yep. Corbin and Cedric Alexander had an absolute belter of a match on Raw. I'm loving the turnaround on wrestling Twitter for Baron Corbin. It's true. Look how quickly they turned. <laughs> Well, look, he's not been he's not shoved down their throat in boring segments. That always um, helps. But he can work. Well, he can work. If you put him in the ring with someone like Cedric Alexander, who pound for pound is arguably the best wrestler in the company, at least an argument could be made for it. Buddy Murphy. He could have a match with anyone. God knows he could even fucking drag a match out of that fucking charisma vacuum, Buddy Murphy. Don't know what about Enzo? No. He's not a miracle oh. worker, Steve. Come on. Okay. <laughs> he's not Shawn Michaels. <laughs> he's not. He's not is this, we're talking like Bret Hart, Tom McGee fucking levels here. Like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, come back, Enzo. I miss you. Um, Please don't. Yeah, I, I think... I don't know I said it to you before. I think for Corbin, his offense, his signatures and... Yeah, his signature offense is some of the easiest offense to apply as counters to other people's offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As far as this week, you had the slingshot deep persona. six. You know, he, he catches people off suicide dives into a deep six. That was uh, definitely a deep 12 this week. Uh, it, was, it was a deep 12. It was beautiful. Blue uh, uh, I already have my finishing spot for the whole King of the Ring thought out of my head. Go for it. Um, Go for let's it. Let's run through so, the results first. Yeah, run through the results, then I'll tell you. Uh, no, actually, no. Carry on because I, I'd Uh-oh. like a, I'd like a moment about the triple threat match. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> essentially, yes, yeah, so we do have a triple threat match coming. Which I'm, I'm all, I'm going all in on King Corbin. It's a load of shit. It's a load of bollocks. Um, <laughs> Corbin, Corbin's getting. Why sh- the fuck are they doing? Corbin, the king of the ring. Shit. Corbin's getting shafted. <laughs> Corbin is getting shafted here. This is bollocksology. Um, yeah, yeah, Corbin's winning the triple threat. And on the flip, on the other side of the draw, we're going to have uh, fucking uh, the big Chad Boski himself. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Chad Bosky. Um, so yeah, so you're gonna have Corbin, <laughs> Corbin, uh, Chad Gable in the final, and they're gonna recreate a spot that was hit during, I believe, one of the Dusty Rhodes classics, where uh, Gable goes for a head scissors on Corbin, and Corbin turns it into the end of days. Nice. It's a simple spot, and I've seen him do it on other people before, but it's just written that he's breaking out all these counters out of nowhere to things, and that's just a perfect spot to end it. Gable can have the upper hand. He can hit his likes of his uh, Chaos Theory suplex, one or two other little signature spots. He goes for a head scissor near the end, and next thing, bang, end of days out of nowhere, Corbin wins. Uh, you had Elias beating Ali clean after Ali going over Buddy Murphy, which is a strange decision. I don't know why that happened but Elias had a great match it's the best match he's ever had country mile it's because a... Chad Gable was winning in his face so they needed a heel to win that match they needed a heel yeah oh I know but god yeah. damn it yep, anyway yep, 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 yep. Um, Gable beats Andrade anyway was the don't know if it was a surprise I do... I'm surprised they did it but I'm not it's... I don't know it's I the bracket buster the bracket buster um, the Ricochet and Joe thing they had Cedric the leg, the leg work last week at Cedric. He injured his leg. Then they had to change it this week, having the OC beat him up and injure his arm for no reason. It was inexplicable. Uh, just because Ricochet and Joe could have the leg thing. So they had the whole thing with Joe working, you know, very clever. Take out the high flyer, take out his legs. Which he did sell for a while. And then they stopped doing it. <laughs> All of a sudden, Ricochet was flying around the place again for no reason. I, I didn't like that, but the match itself was quite good. Um... It ends up with a double pin. Uh, what was the spot? It was like uh, he was going to go for a super back suit. Off the top, though, wasn't it? Yeah. It was off the top rope. Something like, it's like a back suplex or whatever, yeah. where they're both out and ricochet. They both have an arm over each other and double pin. They had an NFL moment type thing where they're, <laughs> they're checking VAR and uh, ends up with a triple threat in the King of the Ring semifinals. Get fucked. They're both lost. They're both losers. Fuck's sake. Corbin goes through to the final. Yeah. Default, default, default. King Corbin. Two greatest words in the English uh, language. Default. Uh, I don't know what the fuck they're doing having a triple threat in a King of the Ring semi-final. It's... Uh, they... Not my, not my King of the Ring, boys. Not my King of the Ring. It's because it got... It's been great fun, but... It's because it got so convoluted that they don't want Ricochet to lose. Yeah. But they didn't want Corbin Joe... So they're going triple threat so that they can add Joe in so Ricochet doesn't have to eat the pin. They they probably had Ricochet Ali down for a final. Apparently the rumour came out that Ali was the guy that was going to win it. And that's changed, obviously, because he's out. Maybe they've now decided, no, we can't give it to Ricochet either, but we don't want to pin him. So that's where the triple threat comes in. Because this is very hastily booked. Yeah, I would disagree with both of you. I think that it was made a triple threat so Joe doesn't have to eat the pin. I think Corbin's pinning uh, Joe. Uh, Corbin's he's had so Ricochet. many pins. Uh, or Ricochet beating Corbin, depending on what way they want to go with it. Let's go. If you want to make this fun, let's go back to the elimination match days where everything was elimination match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, just have yeah. it last man standing type thing. Um, but yeah, um, King Corbin, I think, is what's going to happen here. Corbin beats Gable in the final. I think that's where you're going. As Gordo said. Uh, the Braun Strowman and Seth stuff meh yeah M-E-H meh yeah anything with Seth Rollins these days is just so bland 
Yeah. Well, don't worry. Stone Cold is there next week, Fitz. He's there. Yay. As the cool kids would say, Steve, I-D-G-A-F. Yep. Uh, they had a contract signing, which did this time descend into violence <laughs> after I tweeted it. Fight, the streak is broken. Um, now I'm thinking, so you've got Austin on Monday and Undertaker on Tuesday because they're in Madison Square Garden. The Fiend has to take one or both of them out. I'm okay. And you have a... Oh, it would be amazing if they did that. Taker. Do it. Taker. Do it, you cowards. Because if, if they do it with Taker, then they can essentially revisit it in a couple of months' time. Mm-hmm. And have... Or you could do Mania. where he st- he stole Mick Foley's soul. And now he's using a manable claw. So maybe if he stole... The, if he did the thing to The Undertaker, he could do the thing with the lights. And he could make lightning hit the ring posts and stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's good, crazy. Make a creative character out of this. Uh, yeah. Speaking of, how good was that fucking Firefly Funhouse? Oh, Lord. Yowie, wowie. Yowie, fucking wowie. Oh, boy. Wait. Yowie, there wowie. There we go. Five, all of four. All of, all of the hotkeys. <laughs> yowie, wowie. He had the puppet Vince there. <laughs> and he was about to fire him. So what he did was he got some money and stuffed it in his throat to make him go away. So basically what we're, what he's telling you here is if you make money for him, he'll leave you alone. Yep. Fantastic. Firefly Funhouse <laughs> is essentially the fourth wall breaking Deadpool character of the WWE universe right now. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, I can't even remember. It was something about apologizing to Balor. My, my mind just w- went out when I saw that thing with Vince. <laughs> it's just so good. Um, he apologized for, to Balor for what the Fiend did, I think was what happened. Mm. And he confirmed the leaks of the uh, the arena saying he's going to challenge the winner of Braun or Seth. Yeah. So Card was not subject to change. And uh, more Firefly Funhouse. Not every week, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, so good. <laughs> the line, Rian put the line in the chat. Line in the chat there. It was like, oh god, it's gone off my screen. What the fiend did to Finn was really, really rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Man, the I'm bit where sorry. fucking where rampant rabbit fucking pops up with the help sign and Bray just pushes him down. <laughs> it's so good. It's so so good. Is there anything else? Orton and Kofi, kind of similar thing again. It's good, um, but yeah, it's good for now until Kofi wins clean. It's like meh. Mm. Yeah, Lacey Evans won a match. That's true. The Raiders are still beating jobbers after last week setting up an angle with the OC Dawson's Creek nine hundred two one zero. Wait, I don't, I don't understand why they're back to beating up jobbers. <laughs> Nobody wasn't knows. it a double DQ last week, wasn't it? When they got eliminated from the tag team turmoil yeah. thing? They just forgot about that. Gone. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Love Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, Melrose players were too busy beating up Cedric. Ah, <sighs> Lord. And why did they beat up Cedric? Because uh, Cedric's going to face AJ for the title. But we don't know that yet. Ah. Yeah, we don't, but that's totally going to be what happens. Spoiler alert. Having something to do. Yeah, that beat up um, makes no sense in KFA Bland. I was in no. the way. Of what? Who's in the way? Them. <laughs> <laughs> Their direction. Uh, Alistair Black came out of his room. 
And he beat Shelton. Decent kind of quick match. Uh, Nakamura beats another jobber. Sammy on the mic was fantastic at ringside. He was call- he was calling the whole match. It was great. Uh, Tell me, what are they doing, Black? What's the long-term booking here for, for uh, Alistair? Nothing. So you see, what happens, Fitz, is he has a room, right? And people need to find this door, but nobody seems to know where this door is. Mm-hmm. Is it going to get there? some signposts? Yeah, it needs to work on the signage. Essentially, what's happened is Alistair Black's room is in Chicago Airport. <laughs> oh, God. fuck that airport. It is large. the worst airport I have ever been in. Really? Have you been to Heathrow? I I find Heathrow handy to get around compared to this. It's too big. So it's context. Fucking big. Context. We land into terminal. I want to say either five or three. I think three. Three. And grand go. <laughs> You're like already. I hate this airport. Uh, five terminals. Go fuck yourself. And then we're like, okay, we we. <laughs> get out off the plane and we're walking through the airport and we're confused as to where to go to pick up our bags so there's a sign saying baggage claim this way and then as soon as you walk through the door there's like a, a, a stairs down and, and a big large area into the right where bags are and okay do I go right do I go down don't know we gambled we went down luckily enough that's where it was get our bags naturally enough near the last bags out as is tradition uh, and then we're, okay, we need to find the train into town. Not a single sign to be found for the train. Nowhere, nada, zilch. We walked up and down the terminal, couldn't find anything. So naturally, after a while, we find this person, and we, uh, just as we're about to ask him, how do you, you know, where's 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 the train? This couple in literally in front of us says, uh, how do we get to the train? He's like, oh, you got to take the the shuttle bus to Terminal One. Brand. Okay, fine. Where's the shuttle bus? Just outside. Okay. Get the shuttle bus. Uh, pulls up outside a terminal. We're just about to get off and we just ask someone, is this terminal one? No, no, no. This is terminal two. Great. Would have been great if someone fucking told us that. <laughs> get get, <laughs> get to terminal one anyway and we finally figure out our way and we get down to um, the, the train and we get on the train. <laughs> this was on me, the next bit, right? So... I was looking at the area where we're staying in, which is the Magnificent Mile, it's called. Basically, the tourist part of town. Very nice part of town. And I, I saw that the train stop closest to our hotel was called Grand. G-R-A-N-D. Grand. Nice. Thought it was Grand. Happy days. So <laughs> that's two blocks from our hotel. So perfect. So I looked at the map from the train coming from the airport. Saw the stop Grand. And I was like, Grand! We'll just get the train <laughs> from the airport, get off at Grand, and walk two blocks to the hotel. We get our tickets, we get on the train, we get off at Grand, we walk outside. Uh-oh, this isn't where we're supposed to be. So, it turns out, there's fucking two stops called Grand. Oh, no. That's not Grand. No, it is not Grand at all. So, we, we get off on the Grand stop on the blue line, whereas we needed to be at the Grand stop on the red line. And it's not like they're just the opposite sides of the street, which you couldn't easily make the assumption of being. They're like 10 blocks apart. Oh, Jesus. So <laughs> we're like, and obviously this is our first day there. We've been up for 24 hours at this stage, possibly. No. A little bit of the bubbly. It, 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 fe- the bubbly? it felt like we had been on the bubbly. <laughs> so we literally walk across the road to a Starbucks because there's a Starbucks in every corner, to be fair. 
hop on the Wi-Fi, load up the maps, or I go, fuck me, it is a 27-minute walk to the hotel. Taxi! Taxi! Yeah. So I hopped in a taxi and, like, $10 down to the hotel. I was like, grand. Grand! (laughs) I just left grand. Grand. (laughs) That was really annoying. And then we're going to the football game that night, and Gordo was directing us to the actual grand stop. And we, we took a very, very roundabout way to get there. Look, there's three levels to the street. Yeah, that was weird. No, this no. <laughs> yeah. I can't be dealing with it, places it's, like it's that. It's like Gotham where there's just, you know, streets on top of streets and you have to go down a side street to get onto the lower <sighs> street. And up. What's going on? Like, why can't we just have streets? Press X to pay respects. Oh, man. City. Oh God! And then coming Girl. back, so we Girl. land. We land back into the airport after getting the the correct train, TG. Uh, we didn't get on at Grand on the red line. We actually got an Uber to the Grand on the blue line, and we got on the the train over. We the train lands into Terminal One. We're, okay, we looked at the board. We saw Air Lingus is flying out of Terminal Five. Grand. So we just need to get ourselves to Terminal Five. Just took it to my veins. Sorry, press the number. Sorry, I'm typing something. Else. Clearly, you 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 don't need Bluetooth when you're going to Terminal Five. <laughs> <laughs> it said as a hotkey, and I was I was typing number three. Just took that it happens. to my veins. <laughs> I have to get rid of the hotkeys. Is that worth? <laughs> so we walk in the directions that you know. You look up and you see signs. Terminal Five this way. Grand. We walk over. We get to Terminal Five. Or so we thought. Then it was a case of, okay, we need to get the shuttle bus over to Terminal 5, which we thought, okay, that, that makes sense. You know, it is a huge airport and the terminals are not beside each other. Some of the terminals are cross highways and motorways. So it's a case of where you literally can't walk from one terminal to another. So, okay, we're um, walking through Terminal 2, I think, at this stage. And we look up and they say, okay, to Terminal 5, turn right here we turn right and then bus to shut our sh- shuttle bus to terminal five is on the lower deck so we go down to the lower deck walk outside ask a lady uh, where is the shuttle bus to terminal five? Oh no that's just upstairs directly above us oh, for yeah. fuck's sake. and this is after about yeah. 20 minutes of walking around looking at signs that were contradicting each other and we eventually get to where the sign the, the most definitive sign in the lift it says all terminal shuttles to Terminal 5 is on lower deck. We go to lower deck and we're told, actually, no, it's actually on the upper deck. God. And we weren't the only ones because there were so many people going up and down on these lifts and elevators looking for this shuttle bus. Oh, fucking hate that shit. I know, but it's time for this. Ricochet and Miz are rolling. Can it continue as Raw rolls on? Will the, pro- will the plugs roll on, Gordo? I think the plugs can roll on just for, you know, yeah. another week. Um, so, yeah, if people want to get more of us here at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, they can find us on all good podcast apps. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Podcasts. Uh, we're also on WrestlingSoup.com. Uh, great day for the parish, uh, along with lots of other wrestling podcasts, some other great podcasts up on there. Um Whatever you do listen to us, if there is any sort of a rating system or whatever, if you can give us five stars or a thumbs up or share it. We want more people to listen to our ramblings every week. 
Um, you can also get us on Mixler every Wednesday night. Uh, it's at 7.30 Irish time. It's Mixler.com forward slash The Alleged Wrestling Podcast. If you want more of our wrestling coverage, you can get us on Twitter. It's at Tubit Wrestling. Uh, we love making memes about random shite and are enjoying our love of a bit of bit of the bubbly. Um, <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly. See, a little yeah. bit of the bubbly. And then you can also find us on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash 2bitsports. And we do also have a website which will eventually get its Viking funeral. It's 2bitsports.com on the internet. A little bit of the bubbly. I just wanted to play that again. feels good. It feels, it feels good to have a little bit of the bubbly. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it was it was a good old week for the memes. Now, to be fair, uh, I don't have it fits, but I will have it for you next week. Time was an issue. That intro was made with about three minutes to spare. <laughs> I just finished it. The bubbly just about got in. Um, but yeah, I'm gone way over. I'll have to. I'll probably cut a little bit of it. Well, it will because we didn't start for like ten minutes in there. But um, I really wish I hadn't written all those notes. Now we didn't even use them. <laughs> I should have. I should have known we would have been ages talking about all out because you were actually there. Like, ah, yeah. Um, but look, back to the regular regular nonsense again next week. Um, the thing about Wednesday though, Gardo. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do because we've got two major changes coming up. Yeah, we have my schedule being changed, and then October. One man boot. Woohoo! <laughs> Fitz is doing it. It's a solo show every Wednesday night. Um. It's going to have to change regardless, so we'll see what day we choose. The day will be changing, because we can't do it on Wednesday anymore. It doesn't make any sense. What yeah, about Woo! Think that, I guess, think it, it, we may, it may end up being more of a, a roaming night, potentially, so Yeah, people are actually available. Uh, yeah. Potent- Friday night, at least we get AEW in then. Yeah, or maybe... Because you'd have Thursday to watch it. Maybe... Might even go bonkers and do like a Saturday morning or a Saturday afternoon. Could do, could do. Keep, keep it lit, keep it posted, and keep it something. Boys, say goodnight. All. Gordo's mammy. T Bone and Sanchez. <laughs>